Hey everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO and founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game, coming at you late Thursday night. I am full of coffee. I am ready to get it because uh, normally we we will maybe you know wait till Friday morning. I might have on a guest like Jay Devlin, and we'll chop it up discussing and recapping some of the, the call sheets that you know struck our fancy from this weekend's game. But since we're coming in on the dual holiday tomorrow, or at least in another 30 minutes or so, will be Friday and St. Patrick's Day for all of you who love to get drunk in the name of the Irish. It, or also it's day two of what I like to call Basketball Christmas, a.k.a. the NCAA. So basically from 9.30 a.m. until 9.30 p.m., I am utterly useless to mankind. Just sitting there on my couch watching game after game after game, watching my brackets go up in flames, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think the first two days the NCAA tournament are the best – are two of the best days – you know, in the year, they should be national holidays. Everyone who goes to work basically doesn't get any work done. I am not too unlike you. It was a struggle to stay focused. But we powered through because every Thursday, the game goes live. Very exciting. And let's, you know, dive into some of these call sheets, damn it. I'm very excited to see what y'all got. Uh, and it's, you know, we're going to see, you know, pretty much a similarity at the top. It's definitely a Stars and, Stars and Scrubs strategy week or weekend. But as we, as Jay Devlin and I mentioned on earlier podcasts, this game is going to be won this week on the margins. And I am very, very excited and curious to see what those margins look like. So, in leading up to what I think is going to be the winning call sheet of the week, which is mine, and that reminds me, we do have the call sheet of the week promotion going on this week. Anyone who has the highest scoring call sheet who is not Cinema Draft Swag, that would be me. So anyone but me who has the highest scoring call sheet of the week will get a $25 bounty slash bonus on top of their winnings. But if I win the call sheet of the week, that I keep that money. So, and I think I've won the call sheet of the week once or twice. So, you know, hashtag come at me, bro. Come at the king. So, anyways, uh, we'll get to my call sheet in a minute, but I want to take a look at, well, let's, let's go to the returning champion. So we're in the $125 feature presentation. Let's check out Ringballs 22's call sheet. He is our returning champion from last week. Congratulations, Ringballs. And, of course, we have a, we have – you know, the Beauty and the Beast headliner stack. It's going to be pretty much de rigueur on most of these call sheets because this movie, I mean, it, the, the numbers are, are just getting silly. You know, they're, they're estimating between 120 to as high as $175 million. I, at Box Office Pro estimated $175 million, million dollars for the opening weekend of Beauty and the Beast. And the irony is I, I literally only know one person in my life who's – who's going to go see Beauty and the Beast, and I, you know, vie con Dios. <laughs> Have fun, Genie. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, and look at this. Just taking a quick look at Deadline Hollywood, which is quite honestly where I like to go on Friday nights and sometimes throughout the weekend just to get a, a pulse of, like, the box office almost moment to moment. Like, they'll update these things, like, Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday late morning, Friday afternoon, Friday late afternoon. I mean, they stay on top of the box office like it's their job because, 
well, guess what? It probably kind of it kind of is their job. Deadline Hollywood. So basically, uh, I'm looking at their their homepage. It says beauty. And the title is the headline is Beauty and the Beast selling out showtimes from north to south, poised to whip Batman versus Superman in pre-sales. And they, basically, I saw some stat on here saying that like a thousand. Yeah, Fandango is reporting that already more than a thousand showtimes are sold out this weekend across the country, from big cities like New York and Los Angeles to small ones like Billings, Montana to Texarkana, Texas. And they, and they say that, they go on to say that the numbers are on par with pre-sales for The Dark Knight, The Avengers, and the Twilight sequels at this point in time. So this is going to be a huge movie. It's just how much. They're estimating somewhere between 120 and 150. Like I said, Box Office Pro threw their number out at 175 million. And if it's anything we learned from Box Office Pro last weekend is that they can be wrong. They put Kong... Skull Island at 43 million. I had a feeling it was going to be higher, even through the pot, even at my weekly podcast. I put the over under at 50 million. Actually, let's take a quick look at see how that over under is doing. How is that over under doing for us? Uh, on our so over under was 50 million for Kong last weekend. Well, actually, I guess this week it's uh, this week it's uh, the the one the one we've got pegged is. Uh, for Beauty and the Beast, that's that's our over-under. Let's see what, what the people are saying. Uh, and I can't see it. Okay, awesome. Anyways, that makes for great radio, I'm sure. But anyways, uh, the, our poll of the week. Oh, okay, right now the poll is 83%, $135 million and more. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. And that should be actually if you go to, uh, to at Play Cinema Draft on – if you go to at Play Cinema Draft on uh, Twitter, then that that will be on that'll be pinned to the top of our profile, so you can take a look at that and vote for yourself. Eighty-three uh, percent think that it's going to make over one hundred thirty-five million, so it is obviously the one to have in your call sheet. So let's just say let, let's just take FAs. Let's say it makes one forty this weekend, right? So if you have a headliner stack, and as we know, a headliner designated by these stars right here next to their names and also on their actor actor cards or actor details. Hi, Emma Watson. Little cutie. All right. So <clears throat> Hermione has grown up, sort of. She's playing a Disney princess. And so let's say it makes $140 million, right? And for, as we know, you get one point per million in wide release this is obviously a wide release on 4210 screens 4210 screens <clears throat> basically uh, you get a 40% bonus as as a headliner so if you take 140 times 1.4 you could expect god dang, 196 points just from Emma Watson alone so if you have a headliner stack of Emma Watson and Dan Stevens then you're basically looking at almost 400 points. Again, 392 points. So it's kind of hard to overcome that if you decide for some whatever reason you're going to fade Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> All right, so fading is not really an option. Um, so so Ring Balls, uh, Ring Balls 22 starts off, you know, with what's obviously going to be a must-play for almost every call sheet this week. Then he has the headliner stack of the Indian movie, R3F. The foreign focused film, Badranath Ki Duhanya. He has the headliners. Actually, no, he has more. He has a six pack 
of the Indian movie. And that's actually, that's quite an interesting strategy. Uh, it actually added four screens this week. It's up to, what is it, 156? Yes, 156 uh, screens. It made, what did, what did the Indian movie make last week? It made, oh, so worldwide it's, it's doing gangbusters, 9.8 million. It made 1.1 million over the week. And last weekend it made 800, almost 900,000, 862,000. So, so we assume, so normally what we've experienced with these three Fs is that they come out strong out the gate the first weekend is really strong second weekend is not bad but there's a huge drop off after that so so doing a six pack stack doing a six pack stack on that is is not, is not too bad you know that, that's that's kind of it's, that's definitely that's definitely a way to go so um let so that's uh that's a good start i like it i like it a lot um and so let's go on to the next, so basically a six pack right there will get you a, a bunch of points. Um, I think conventional wisdom might side with a United Kingdom because that's still going to be on, you know, 257 screens, but it is getting a little long in the tooth. Look at that, week 15. <laughs> Uh, and and for purposes of our game, it's been out for about maybe I don't know, uh, you know, six or seven weeks. So it, it's I that's actually a pretty savvy move, Ring Balls. I'm I'm impressed. I did not. I have some exposure to Bad Renath, but I don't think I have as much as you. You have the full six pack. That's that's pretty strong. And then he does have a headliner from from a United Kingdom, Rosamund Pike, the cheaper two headliners, fifty four hundred. And then his obligatory limited limited release uh, actor. He actually was able. He found room to squeeze in a headliner from Before I Fall. And you'll be seeing a lot of people, myself included, using Before I Fall as your obligatory limited release actor pick because uh, it's probably the cheapest you can get when you're going on a Stars and Scrubs strategy. This is a very strong call sheet now that I think about it. I, I, damn it, I, I really like this call sheet. This has a really good shot. Um, we'll see how it all shakes out. So that is Ring Balls 22, our returning champion. See if he can go back to back. Um, okay, so let's see the next one. Jay Devlin friend of the pod, family of the pod. So he has the headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast. You know what? Unless they don't have the headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast, we'll just assume all of these call sheets have the headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast, okay? Uh, and so he has the headliner stack of the 3F, Badranath. He has a headliner stack of Hidden Figures. Quite strong. Hidden Figures, you know, was what came out the box last week for to give a little push over the edge for Ring Balls 22. So so we, so it looks like Jay Devlin learned from from Ring Balls savvy move and is piggybacking off it this week. And then he has a four pack including the headliner stack of David Oyelowo and Rosamund Pike for a United Kingdom and we know a United Kingdom is firmly sponsored by Jay Devlin. He has been on this film for a grip. So that's a strong call sheet. It, I think that's got top five potential. I, I like it. You've got exposure in all the right places, Jay Devlin. Strong call sheet. I like it. Uh, let's take a look at let's take a look at Jay Bird, another top five returnee from last week. So he has a one, two, three, four, five. So he six packs 
a United Kingdom with just Rosamund Pike as his headliner. He has Bef- Before I Falls, Hal- Halston Sage as a headliner, as a punt, and then he squeezes in a non-headliner from Get Out. I like this call sheet. I'll tell you why. Because Get Out has been pro- has been projected. Oh, I should add this up for you guys. It's been projected to come in at buying some time. There we go. It is projected to come in at third this weekend at 14.5 million. So, you know, that's those are 14 points. 14 points from one actor this weekend is going to be kind of hard to come by. So that's a really savvy move. I like it. I like getting exposure to get out because I think it actually could even overperform 14.5 million. It could get even as high as 16 million in my estimation. It just continues to chug along. It's it's doing its thing. Um, so, yes. Uh, and then, and then of course, the obligatory headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast. Um, but I like it. This, this is a strong call sheet. Top five potential for sure. Just clicking back into the feature presentation. There we go. It's a little slow. There we go. All right. Uh, see the draft, Mom? Okay. I, I'm not going to put you on blast. Mom, but let's take a look at your call sheet. I'm a little nervous. Hopefully she got the memo. Okay, good. She got the memo. She has the headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast. She has a three-pack, including the headliner stack from a United Kingdom. She has uh, Octavia Spencer as a headliner from Hidden Figures. She has uh, Mahershala from Moonlight, as well as uh, a non-headliner from Moonlight. And then this is where she probably is going to cost herself is that she did get a headliner from Bluebeard, which is another 3F, a foreign-focused film. But this Korean import, I'm estimating, is only on 11 screens. So unless it does gang, 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 unless it does, like, what? Even if it made, it have to do crazy numbers for it to really even matter, even in platform release. So this might be your only misstep. But otherwise, it's a pretty solid call sheet, Mom. I'm encouraged. It might make top 10. I'm a little worried about Bluebeard, though. This is going to be a very tight week, everybody. A super tight week. We see a lot of people bunched up. Not, not. I mean, even once you take, once you just, you know, include the 392 points that everyone's going to have. I mean, from there, it's it's going to be very tight on the margins, on 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 the scrubs part of the stars and scrubs strategy. I I mean, it could be another one of those weeks where we see the difference between first and fifth being, you know two or three points, like overall. It's going to be very extremely tight. So uh, hopefully you'll make top 10 mom. It's pretty pretty solid call sheet. Just one big misstep. A misstep. Kelly, one of my favorite players, uh, our, our money leader for 2016. Uh, so Kelly went off the board a little bit. Okay. So Kelly, in, in, in the scrubs part of her stars and scrubs, Kelly did a six-pack of Song to Song, which is a Terrence Malick film. It's very well cast. It's, uh, the headliners are Ryan Gosling and Michael Fassbender. Yeah, uh, and then and you know, and then the other actors in it, Benicio del Toro, Val Kilmer. I mean, it's, it's really well cast. It's also extremely cheap. It's extremely cheap because it debuted at Sundance or not Sundance at uh, South by Southwest this week. It's got some mixed reviews, but I estimate it's only going to open on about two screens. I actually can't tell you exactly how many screens it's going to be on because 
it is so indie, we have no idea where it's going to be. So it could be on two screens, could be on 12. I highly doubt it would be on more than 25. So just even rostering it, you're kind of taking your your call sheet, you know, in your own hands. You're, it's, it's a risky proposition. She did get some good exposure to the Belko experiment, which I think is pretty adroit play, seeing how it's going to be on 1,300 screens. It's a little buzzy. Box Office Pro estimates it could debut at 3.25 million. So if you take them at their word, then you're basically looking at mm, six and a half points, which for 8,500 in a week like this, I mean, you could do worse, right? So it's not a bad call sheet, Kelly. I don't know. This, this, this might be heresy, but because, like as I mentioned, it's going to be so tightly packed towards the top, I don't know if it's going to make top 10. I, 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 I'm just kind of calling my shot. I, I love you, Kelly. You're a great player. You will have You've had great weeks before. You'll have great weeks again. I just, I, I'm really questioning the choice of song to song for this call sheet. And for those of you who who are longtime followers, followers of the game, of course, Kelly and and Jaybird are man and wife. And sometimes they have similar call sheets. Sometimes they wildly diverge. This is a week they wildly diverge. Okay. Uh, and Cornell Westside will be the last one we take a quick look at before we get to my call sheet. Uh, and okay, so he went with Personal Shopper. He did. He had a headliner stack from Personal Shopper, which is on this week, an estimated 24 screens. Well, it was on four screens last week. Uh, that didn't change. We didn't get an update on the change if it, if it increased any. I think it's just staying the same. So I don't think you're gonna get a lot of points out, out of there, uh, Cornell Westside, aka Kevin Garnett, our working black writer in Hollywood, the WBW, aka Chocolate Cardinal. Uh, he, I, I mean, otherwise, it's a solid call. He's got he's got a three pack of Badranath, which is actually a four pack of Badranath, including the headliner stack, uh, and he's got Octavia from Hidden Hidden Figures. This is this. Oh man, I'd love to say this is a, is a top ten call sheet. Uh, it's not. I don't think it's strong enough to be top five, but uh, because personal shopper, I don't know if there'll be enough points for you there to uh, to to get what you need out of it. Like last week, it only got. Uh, yeah, it, we had to give it. <laughs> if, if we were playing spades, we we'd say it got bored. It got the lowest amount of points you can get, which in this game is one point. So. Yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll see. I mean, hopefully, I'll be we'll be pulling for you, Cornell Westside. We love you on the pod. You're great on the pod. Uh, you and G Nice part of the tripod. No G Nice this week. Uh, I guess he couldn't make it out of parental hell. <laughs> and so, and then, so let's take a look at my call sheet. And like, and I called my shot. I went to the group chat. If you guys haven't been to the group chat, definitely check it out. We have a static note on our Facebook uh, on our Facebook uh, fan page uh, at Cinema Draft. You can check out on Facebook and, and click the link there. Uh, group chat, group me or whatever doesn't really do a good job of making their their chats easily uh, shareable. But if you go to the Facebook page and you check the notes section at Cinema Draft, uh, there's a link there to the group chat. I invite you to join the chat. It's a very sporadic conversation ongoing, uh, and we do discuss strategies and challenge each other and make side bets galore. I do believe I have a $20 side bet going on. Oh, that's right. Before we get to uh, – well, okay. So if you guys are watching, you already took a look at my call sheet. For you listening at home, we haven't gotten it to yet. Let's check out the Hebrew Hammer because Hebrew Hammer went off, got married, had a hiatus from the game, got married. Congratulations, Mazel tov, sir. 
<laughs> as you would say, I guess, to a man named the Hebrew Hammer. And he's back, and he challenged both Jay Devlin and I to the person with the highest call sheet, with the highest ranking, highest number call sheet, owes a 20 spot, and Andrew Jackson, my namesake, uh, Eduardo Jackson is my name, <laughs> and I'm out gunning for it. And so I think he's fucking with us with this. I'm not sure, but uh, he has totally faded Beauty and the Beast. Bold move. Bold move, sir. He went with a headliner stack of Logan, a headliner stack of the United Kingdom, a headliner stack of, <laughs> of Raw, which should only be on nine screens, headliner stack of the Belko Experiment, uh, Tom Hilston from Kong and Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. And he had 2,200 left over. Yeah. Um, I wish you well, sir. I wish you well. I'm going to make a controversial statement, uh, a bold statement here. I think both Jay Devlin and I are going to outscore you this week. I, you know, call me crazy, <laughs> but I'm glad to see you back. The game's more fun with you in it. Hebrew hammer looking forward to more unconventional and off the board call sheets from you in the future. All right. So yes, what we've been working up to Rachel Maddow with Trump taxes style <laughs> is my call sheet. And I called and, and, and I I'm calling my shot for call sheet week. If not this, it's going to be the best boy call sheet of mine, and we'll get to that in a second because I really like my strategy on these. I'm calling my shot. I have a headliner stack from Beauty and the Beast. I have a one, two, three, four, five, six-pack of a United Kingdom. No, sadly, I couldn't afford a single headliner from a United Kingdom. That may cost me. It may not. Once again, the extreme stars and scrub strategy. I have a non-headliner from Before I Fall, Alyssa Lynch. At 5,000, I basically have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven actors at 5,000. I went super cheap because I went big to try to get a – I went big to try to get a headliner from Get Out. I just squeezed in Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. I have zero dollars and zero cents remaining. It's kind of awesome. I'm excited because I really, because I really think that getting a headliner in it, get out, especially if Get Out does, let's just say Get Out does 15 million its second weekend, right? Or it's actually fourth weekend, I guess now. At the 40% headliner bonus, that's 21 points. And then basically, if I'm punting here with the United Kingdom, let's say a United Kingdom, what did the United Kingdom do last weekend? I believe it did. What did a United Kingdom do? Believe it did. There we go. So last weekend it did. No, that's not right. Oh, here we go. Uh, five hundred thirty-one thousand, and it's dropping screens. It dropped about fifty-something screens. Five hundred thirty-one thousand. Oh man. Okay, so it dropped about about sixty screens. Let's say it does another. 400,000 being conservative. And you know what? I kind of want to see that movie. I, I probably need to go support it <laughs> to aid my own cause. But anyway, so basically you're looking at roughly four points. You know, maybe what? 5.6 points for headliners. So you're not really losing much. You're not really gaining much ground if you have a headliner in here, right? So basically I'm, I'm, I'm hedging that one, two, that I can get 
one, two, three, four, five, six. So I'm, I'm basically hedging that I can get 24 points out of those six actors, plus my 21, plus the 392, and we're essentially punting with Before I Fall. No one's going to see Before I Fall. It's probably only going to get you, like, I don't know, three points at max, right? So basically I'm looking at 440-point call sheet. Can anyone else say that with confidence going to this weekend? I don't know. I mean, one of the ones I did like, let's take a look at ring balls real quick, just as comparison, because I think his is probably one of the stronger call sheets that are out there. Uh, the Bad Renath is a pretty strong play. I like it. I think, though, in the second weekend, it's going to drop down to about mm, 500,000. So if we're looking at five points, because at platform release, you get one point per 100,000. Uh, at with a, at the headliner bonus, looking at seven points, so 14 points between your two headliners, plus, was that, four other non-headliners? So you're looking at 20 plus 20 points, basically. Oh, God, I can't count. 16 points. I'm, I'm so bad at math. Okay, so 16 more points. He's got 30 points. Then he has Before I Fall, once again, only about three points, I'm estimating. So plus, so, so you know, plus his 392, and he's at 425. I, I think, I mean, it was a bold move. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. Oh, and Rosamund Pike, sorry, a United Kingdom. So another, you know, six points essentially. So 431. So we're looking at, so on one of the stronger call sheets, I think, Ring Balls 22, the returning champion, which is a very, this is a very strong call sheet. I think my four, I think my projected 440 is going to be his 431. I think other call sheets are going to have a hard time topping this 431. So I really like where I'm sitting at right now with my call sheet. I do honestly think it's the winner. And, and those those longtime listeners and players of the game, y'all know when I really love a call sheet. Y'all really y'all know when I go when I do these recaps on Friday morning or late Thursday night. I am not shy about calling out other people's call sheets I really like. Kelly is disproportionately the beneficiary of that. But yes, I, I think honestly that my call sheet's the one to beat. So come at your bro. Okay. The other call sheet strategy I wanted to show you was the best my best boy call sheet. Because this is the one where I think I get the best of all worlds, but I probably do sacrifice a little bit on on you know the potential you know value, especially if we're looking at a United Kingdom only get doing about four hundred thousand. So in this one for you listening. Uh, I have the headliner stack of Beauty and the Beast. I have the headliner stack of the United Kingdom. I have the headliner stack from Bad from the, the, the Indian film, and then oh, and then also three other. So I have a five pack essentially of a United Kingdom. I have three other non-headliners from a United Kingdom, and then I was able to squeeze in one from. Uh, uh, I was able to squeeze in Mel Melanie Diaz from the Belco experiment. Just kind of hedging my bets because it seems like. Via projections, in limited release, our highest grossing movie is going to be the Belko Experiment. Yeah, you know, at, at three point two five. So you know, you're you're probably looking at, like I said, at three point two five. I mean, it's like what six something point six and a half points. So, so you know, you're you, you know, it's you know, you're not getting a ton of points here. And a call sheet like this, look, I mean, estimating, eh, so three ninety two here. Uh, 14 points there for United Kingdom. Bad Renath, you know, six each. That's 12 maybe. And then another 12 here at 400,000 each. And Belco, plus 6.5, you know, so 436-ish type territory. So I covered all bases, estimating 436.5 points for this call sheet. 
So, you know, we could do worse. We, we definitely, you know, could do worse. Um, so this is kind of like my backup strategy call sheet. Uh, I had some other ones I kind of liked, but I think, the, you know, the, the nut strategy, you know, for me right there is going with, you know, the, the, the three pack of headliners and punting everything else. I really think this is the call sheet to beat. So there you have it. So it's going to be beating the beast all day long, but the game this weekend is going to be one on the margins, you know? So let's, you know, keep an eye out this weekend for some good stuff. Uh, I will, you'll be getting emails uh, throughout the weekend with uh, estimates and updates and definitely follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Google Plus, sorry, I got a case of the burpsies. Uh, and, and all over the place, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, to tell your friends, spread the word. Got some new players this week. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, shout out to the new players. Let's, I'm so sorry. I probably should do like a, a new player highlight each week. But uh, shout out to the new players. You know, we had some really cool new players this week. Very excited to see some new faces in there. I believe uh, the God of Cheese. Great. <laughs> great name, great great screen name. Uh, Nanissimo, I believe he he or she is in uh, The Best Boy. Uh, who else do we have uh, in this week? Uh, Shout-outs also to Gamble247, returning player. Smart Ash, good to see you playing again. My godmother, Nadine Harlem. My boy, L.A. Law, still chugging along. You know, good luck to you this weekend. And, of course, Shanna and Disney Ray from the Rainier Valley uh, PCC Knitting Club, the Draft Moms Knitting Club. Love to see you guys out there. Appreciate all of you playing and you returning uh, regulars. Appreciate all of you. Appreciate the love and the support. Good luck to everyone this weekend. You know what call sheet you need to be. You know what number you need to be. It's 440 points, and it's my call sheet in the feature presentation. So, yes, go to cinemadraft.co. Tell your people. Spread the word. Subscribe on iTunes forward on all this good stuff let's get more people in here we are close i think once we're, we, have, we have a really good turnout this week i appreciate it uh if, if we can get you know across maybe 80 percent full next week you know I'll, I'll expand the player pool how about that uh the 25 dollar bounty is still on if you can beat my sheet and look forward to seeing the you know their scores and the results trickle in over the weekend thanks a lot everybody and of course this weekend while you're out and about enjoying your weekend seeing beauty and the beast or not seeing beauty and the beast actually iron fist debuts in three minutes i'm out of here you know check it out so you know if, if you're not at least watching iron fist you're out in the streets living your life why don't you go see a movie or something